So, Bobby Mick Yo. Mick Bobbington. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at this meme, which right. we've already done once. Uh, oh, is this a redo? We got to redo this a little one. Too it was the we first time got around. so. <laughs> Like yeah, usually, no, shit happens. <laughs> usually we have a, usually we have like like sometimes we might have like a drink or two like when we're doing this, mm-hmm. um, but by the time like we should have called it a night the yeah. the po- the podcast before um, we should have called it a night after that one, mm-hmm. um, but then we went upstairs we drank a little more and I'm like eh fuck it let's try to do another one okay we shouldn't have done that no <clears throat> I was listening to it good. I was listening to it and I'm like I can't stand how slow I'm talking I can't stand. Uh, how difficult it is for me to keep a train of thought. Um, yeah. And then our responses back and forth, nothing nothing was working because we were drunk. Um, and that is not conducive to having a conversation. No. It, it, uh, a little a little bit of drunk is, you know, good for... Uh, yeah. Good for the comedy. It opens the pipeways. Yeah. It also uh, gets you to be uh, more kind of fluid, you know, when you're sure. having a conversation and talking about things. But having uh, a lot to drink, which we did that night, um, not good for recording. So No, but we uh, had a good time. We had a great time. It was fantastic. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. It was a good rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll this call should be that... like the perfect podcast because we've already done this one. Was, yeah, I... Honestly, I don't know how much we're going to remember from the last time, but uh, I want if, you if, to... If we're doing the one I'm thinking about, I, I think I remember a little bit about it. Yeah, well, yeah. some, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure some of it's there. <laughs> um, like, I didn't forget it happened, you no. know, but anyway. Um, so I want you to take a look at this meme mm-hmm. and explain uh, what it looks like and what is in the text on the meme. All right, let's see. Good old top and bottom meme. All right, we got two pictures here. We got uh, up at the top. There's a very angry looking lady. Who is this lady? It, we're, we're, well, I'm going to go over that actually. It's, okay, it, it, right. it's going to be very brief about don't, her. Don't worry about the lady. Okay, it says, uh, <laughs> it "says climate change is proven by science. Why can't you accept that?" And at the bottom, we got the Fresh Prince saying, "Science proves there are two genders. Why can't you accept that?" Ooh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's starting off strong. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Now, now, typically here on Maming List, we don't go over controversial subjects, uh, mm, but right. uh, this time we are. Okay. Um, you know, uh, usually we keep it pretty uh, non-controversial. <laughs> couldn't even finish the sentence. Even, I can't keep a straight face on that. I don't think we've talked about anything that doesn't have some kind of controversy yeah. involved. Well, um, there's, there's controversy everywhere. It, somebody's always looking for a fight. Somebody's going to be pissed off about something. And yep. That's you know that's just that's what's going to happen, and it's always mm. been that way. Yep. Um, and I, I know how people are like, well, oh, people are so offended these days. It's like, you know, people have always been fucking offended by something. You know, that's true. There's always been somebody. It's just um, easier to be offended now because you got social media and everybody can hear about it. So, well, it's easier to find the people who are offended. Now. Yeah. Um, and, and also, uh, a lot of times when some of these people are saying, "Oh, people are are too easily offended today." What they really mean is it was easier to be racist in the past <laughs> when it's like, okay, how about you calm the fuck down? Yeah. Okay. Stop focusing on chanty binks and, uh, you know, uh, focus on what the average person is actually like. Uh, let's do first what we like to do, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to memes and, mm-hmm. uh, talk about the person who the memer is using as a mascot. Mm-hmm. So at the top we have the villain. 
Elizabeth Warren. Ooh. Oh, yes. What an evil person. Uh, Elizabeth Warren talking about climate change being proven by science. My God. Uh, how could we? How could we end up in a place where somebody would say something so heinous? Anyway, um, essentially, we know her uh, politics. Mm -hmm. uh, she is a Democrat senator. Okay. And uh, so, really, whether or not she truly believes in climate change, um, which to me, she seems like she does, you know, listening sure. to her speak and everything. It seems like she does seem, she does find it to be uh, an issue that uh, matters. Um, she seems sincere to me uh, mm -hmm. when she talks about things like that. Uh, but uh, even if she isn't, even if she's being insincere, she would have an incentive to push a climate change agenda, you know, because it would help get her votes uh, from the left uh, mm -hmm. as a Democrat. Uh, but the hero of mm -hmm. our story here, Will Smith. Oh, everybody's he, hero. He's our right-wing hero. And uh, so, like, we have seen some, we've had some experience in the past, uh, in past episodes, wherein turns out that the uh, memer maybe chose a hero that doesn't quite fit their views. Yeah. Um, for example, uh, Gene Wilder. Ah, uh, here he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Gene Wilder and the, uh, the um, uh, Willy Wonka memes is often mm -hmm. used by uh, right-wing people uh, mm -hmm. when it turns out that uh, Gene Wilder was a huge Obama supporter, yeah. um, huge proponent, proponent of uh, stem cell research and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so maybe not your best uh, mascot, no. you know? Now, sadly, audience, uh, you don't get to have my sincere reaction now um, to what Bobby said earlier, uh, but she made a joke about uh, Will Smith uh, being... Willy Wonka. Oh, that would be fantastic. It would be so fucking yeah, good. It would. I uh, would you, love that as movie. As soon as you said that, I lit up. I yeah, mean, I was, did. I was elated. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. And also, if he does like the soundtrack too, you know, like, oh, like a, be like good. a Wild Wild West, uh, Men in Black uh, mm -hmm. style uh, Willy Wonka mm -hmm. would be fantastic. I would totally I, watch that movie. Yes. Probably multiple times. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that would be great. It, mm, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. I It would, like, I feel like it, it would be hard to fuck it up. Yeah. Like, you could you could go as campy as you want. Yeah. And it's still campier be Campier the better, honestly. Yeah. It would, I, I think it would, it would be great. it would still be fun, yeah. you know? Uh, I, I think mm. there's there's a there's a good potential here. Yeah. Um, I love that idea. That yeah. that would be just awesome. Hollywood, um, are you listening? Do this. And then what? Then what got onto? Uh, the... Then I started laughing about uh, Gene Wilder <laughs> playing the Fresh Prince. Yeah, you yeah. you were giggling, and I didn't know why. Yeah, and, it just and... it popped into my head. <laughs> just picturing Gene Wilder giving Uncle Phil a hard time, just uh, arguing with him about I, something. I would watch that wearing that inside out jacket for that fancy school. <laughs> yeah. I really, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about turning the jacket inside out. Um, but I uh... either one. As, you know, Will Smith or Willy Wonka. I would watch them both, and I think um, they'd be great. Yeah, but, like, you know, so Gene Wilder as the Fresh Prince I don't think would work as well as Will Smith as uh, Willy Wonka. I think Will Probably Smith, not. I think Probably Will not. Smith would make a much better Willy Wonka than yeah, Gene Wilder would have but, made a 
I'd watch person. them both. I, I would give them both a try, but I think you're right. I think the Willie. Yeah. Willie, I, I think, Willie Smith. I think yeah. <laughs> Willie Will, Smith. Will Smith, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Would be uh, much better. Um, but uh, when it comes to Will Smith being the uh, right wing anti woke mascot here, mm-hmm. let's kind of dig into a little bit of what Will Smith's politics are. Okay. Uh, again, like Will Smith's not somebody who uh, you really think of when you think of politics. Um, not really. Yeah, he's he, a he's a Scientologist, right? Isn't he one of that group? Technically, yes. And we're yeah. not going over that. Okay. Um, I actually I previewed this script uh, to Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see what she thought of it. And uh, she really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, I thought you were going to get into his Scientology stuff. I'm like, that's a whole other beast. Like, Yeah, that, this, that's, that's, a, not that's a really, big topic. It's not no. related to this no. so much. Um, uh, that is something else. And I'm sure plus, there's a few memes on Scientology. We yeah, can get back into that later. Plus, uh, there are memes about Will Smith that are going around right now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, uh, and there's a lot to dig into into those. Uh, so uh, we might get into it if we cover some of those. Sure. Um, because there is a lot, there is a lot of uh, misinformation that's being spread right now. Um, a lot of it's true, and then there's a lot of, like, People who are trying to jump on the bandwagon, they're spreading nonsense. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are going, like, we are likely to dig into some Will Smith territory okay. uh, beyond this. Um, but uh, what I was mostly interested in is uh, Will Smith, a good candidate for your right wing meme. Mm-hmm. So is Will Smith a, a good candidate for a right wing mascot? Um, I'm going to guess new. No. We'll see. We'll I see. I mean, I you, you never know. Never met the guy. You so never I don't know, know with people. I don't know how he feels. So, uh, I have this quote from NBC News. Mm-hmm. He then went on, he, referring to uh, Will Smith. Right. Um, he then went on to pointedly attack Trump's controversial Muslim ban proposal. Quote, as painful as it is to hear Donald Trump talk and as embarrassing as it is as an American to hear him talk, <laughs> I think it's good. We get to know who people are and we get to cleanse it out of our country. <laughs> okay. Ooh, swing and a miss uh, for the uh, right wing using him as their uh, mascot. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I th- let's, let's read on, though. Hmm. Um. Smith lamented that the Republican presidential candidate's rhetoric toward women had found a captive audience. Quote, For a man to be able to publicly refer to a woman as a fat pig makes me teary. And for people to applaud, that is absolutely fucking insanity to me. Mm-hmm. You know you fucked up if you got Will Smith swearing. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith he's is pretty much against that. If right? he's like, saying he's, cuss words, yeah, he he is very strongly against you. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's made a point to mention that before. He doesn't like swearing. He doesn't yeah, think it's he's necessary. A, he he's pretty good about like he's pretty good about uh, keeping it uh, PC, you know, yeah. uh, or not PC, but uh, kind of family friendly, you yeah, know, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Um, uh, so I'll I'll continue this quote here. It says. 
my grandmother would have smacked my teeth out of my head if I had referred to a woman as a fat pig. I cannot yeah. understand how people can clap for that. It is absolutely collective insanity. If one of my sons, and then he pauses and says, I'm getting furious just thinking about it. If one of my sons said that in a public place, they couldn't even live in my house anymore. Right. Maybe not your right wing mascot. No, doesn't <laughs> maybe, sound like it. Maybe not the guy you're, um, you know, you're looking for uh, here. So, uh, but uh, what's more important here is um, what are uh, Smith's views on gender? Mm-hmm. So, did we forget that uh, Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, very publicly does not ascribe to stereotypical gender roles? Really? Okay. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, I actually have a clip here uh, from BBC Radio about uh, Jaden's gender uh, fluidity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is not... Reliable source. Yeah, so uh, this is not um, from Jaden Smith himself, but it's about, it's about Jaden Smith. Okay. Okay, now I want to talk about your family. Yes. Uh, because your kids seem to have a lot of freedom of expression. Yes. Is that something that you consciously encourage them to have? Yeah, I think it may have been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we may have gone too far. Um, so how do you respond then, for example, if you're encouraging them to have freedom of expression and mm-hmm. then people start making jokes about, say, Jaden modeling yeah. women's clothes? How do you, as a dad, handle that? You know, there there's a, um, a really uh, powerful internal quality as an artist that as parents we encourage you you got to get out on the edge you have to try things you have to be comfortable doing things that people don't agree with and you have to be comfortable doing things that you could fail yeah and Jaden is 100% fearless he will do anything definitely you know so as a parent it's scary it's really terrifying, but he is completely willing to live and die by his own artistic decisions, and he he just he just doesn't concern himself with with uh, what people think. So um, interesting, um, interesting quote there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this meme has a picture of Will Smith mm-hmm. shrugging his shoulders and saying the phrase that science proves there are two genders. Um, but uh, real life, Will Smith seems to be more open-minded than that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he made the little joke. He's like, oh, that may have been a mistake. You know, because like, uh, like, you know, just to be funny, but also to express the fact that um, he, he even, even with the fact that it is scary mm-hmm. um, to let your kids do things that might be maybe faced with some backlash by the general public, mm-hmm. uh, that that's a terrifying thing to think about your kids uh, being doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, he seems to be uh, on the side of allowing them to. Sure. Um, and to encourage them to not be afraid to do that kind of thing. Not only not your white right-wing mascot, but also maybe not the two genders person you're looking for doesn't even, sound like it no. even if you're looking for the uh, right wing yeah. thing and uh i have a quote from uh, will smith talking to uh bet mm-hmm. he said 
The greatest gift I can give my children is the freedom to be who they are. I feel like a lot of times when I was growing up, I would see parents force a child to be uh, what you want them to be. As a parent, if it if it's an oak tree, I want it to grow as an oak tree. I'm not going to force it to be an apple tree. Jada and I are very serious about finding uh, what they are and encouraging them to be what they are because you can never uh, be happy trying to be what you're not. We encourage our kids to experiment and seek who they are more than who we want them to be. Mm-hmm. Now, I can already hear some uh, backlash to this comment. People saying, uh, quote, if it's an oak tree, then an oak tree, then that means that a human with a dick and balls must be male, and it's at, you know, blah, 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 you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, but that is, that's the opposite of what Will Smith is saying here. Yeah. Um, he is saying that, he's explaining that as you grow up, you discover yourself, and uh, if you find out that you are a certain way, it would be wrong for him as a parent to force it otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, the tree metaphor... Uh, refers to who his kids discover they are, not what genitals they were born with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like their genitals don't have shit to do with it. Um, it's it's who they discover they are. Um, so one thing that makes me think here is that uh, the quip that is provided is that the top part says that uh, climate change is proven by science. Why can't you accept that? And the bottom part says. That science proves that there are two genders. Why can't you accept that? Mm-hmm. What I wonder here, though, is if they're taking these phrases at face value, does that mean that the memer has to accept climate change, or do they mean that both are not true? I, I know what their I know what their point is. Yeah, but they're not making it well. No, not not really. No. <laughs> this is bad delivery, is what this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's a poorly made meme, honestly. Yeah. Well, most of them are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, the top part, you know, says that uh, science quote proves climate change, and the bottom part says that science proves two genders. What I wanted to address here mm-hmm. first is the word "prove" or "proven" that are used in this meme. At the top, Elizabeth Warren is saying that uh, climate change is proven by science. At the bottom, Will Will Smith is saying that two genders is proven by science. Mm -hmm. Science doesn't actually prove anything. Right. Essentially, as a scientist, you look at the world, come up with a hypothesis based on what you have observed, and then you gather evidence using the scientific method. And that evidence either supports or does not support your hypothesis. Then, if you can show enough evidential support for your hypothesis, it becomes a theory. You haven't necessarily proven anything, but you use evidence to eliminate or dis- or diminish a reasonable doubt. And even then, there's always a possibility you turn out to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there might be a tertiary factor you haven't considered, you know? Um, so, the, the, the whole... Pr- I, it, I know this sounds nitpicky, 
but the truth to me matters and science matters. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the people who think that science proves anything, uh, shows that they don't really have a grasp on what science is. Um, and like, it kind of drives me nuts. And I understand that colloquially we can use the word proven to mean certain things, but even in court, like they have to have that caveat of beyond a reasonable doubt because you can never prove anything 100%. Uh, uh, but you can eliminate most reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what science does. Uh, so I get a little irritated when I hear the phrase proven by science because it definitely did not come from a scientist. Right. You know, when, when people put that kind of thing. So so let's move on to another word that is not used properly here. Uh, and that word is gender. When this meme uses the word gender, it almost certainly is referring to a person's sex, which is not what gender is. But a lot of these, quote, anti-woke memes uh, treat gender and sex like they are the same thing. Uh, sometimes it is intentional, you know, to get a rise out of people. Yeah. Uh, but often it appears to come from a place of misconception. Very briefly, uh, the difference between uh, sex and gender is that sex refers to a biological disposition, while gender refers to the social construct that we apply to uh, a person's sex. Now, this uh, concept gets some pushback um, from people largely because uh, ubiquity is often mistaken for science. Uh, You look around and for the most part, if you're the people you're surrounded by especially in certain groups and certain neighborhoods and certain atmospheres. Uh, the boys seem to act like boys and the girls act like girls and therefore science. Um, <laughs> but uh, this ignores the fact that the world is actually more complex than your anecdotal experiences. Um, so from the book uh, Dragons of Eden by Carl Sagan, he wrote that uh, as an American, it would be difficult to base just on personal experience to accept the fact that one in five people on the planet are Chinese. And, uh, he, he wrote this, uh, seemingly facetiously, um, said, uh, quote, well, that's impossible. I know lots of people and hardly any of them are Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you're not in China. (laughs) Exactly. And that's, and that's the point, you know, it's like, uh, just because, uh, you know, your worldview involves something that seems uh, completely ubiquitous. It doesn't mean that it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when it comes to something as pervasive uh, and consistent as gender, our world experience makes it difficult to truly understand it. So I'm going to read from uh, a journal called The Inequality Reader. Sure. Talking about gender for most people is the equivalent of a fish talking about water. Gender is so much the routine ground of everyday activities that questioning its taken-for-granted assumptions and presumptions is like thinking about whether the sun will come up. Mm -hmm. Gender is so pervasive that in our society, we assume that it's bred into our genes. Most people find it hard to believe that gender is constantly created and recreated out of human interaction, out of social life, and is the texture and order of that social life. Yet gender, uh, like culture, is a human production that depends on everyone constantly doing gender. So, uh, this phrase doing gender comes is actually quoted from uh, another source, um, which essentially means that we are actively creating gender. 
okay. as we go. To continue with uh, with this journal, uh, gender is such a familiar part of daily life that it usually takes a deliberate disruption of our expectations of how women and men are supposed to act to pay attention to how it is produced. Gender signs and signals are so ubiquitous that we usually fail to note them unless they are missing or ambiguous. Then we are uncomfortable until we have successfully placed the other person in a gender status. Otherwise, we feel uh, socially dislocated. Okay. I think that makes a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, you can't see the forest for the trees sort of situation. You know, like, like we have, we're so consistently under the assumption that gender is just a given thing just because it's common, you know, right. um, rather than, uh, taking into account the fact that, not everybody's going to fit in these presumptions, you know? Right. Um, it, it's like the uh, the one in five people are Chinese saying, mm-hmm. you know, if you only go by your personal experience, you're not going to think there are that many Chinese people, you know? Yeah, I mean, I it's, don't personally know very many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know? I'm not in China, so, you know. Yeah. You know. China is a very densely populated and, and when place. I, so and when I lived diff- in, when well, I, different. When I lived in China, yeah, you were probably were, surrounded by them. I didn't see hardly any <laughs> white people. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I rarely saw a black person. That was oh yeah. You know, both were rare. You know, yeah. white people, black people. I didn't see anybody uh, mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, it was everybody was Asian. You know, sure. And, well, and that in, makes sense. You know, and in fact, uh, most some, most people in America are, are American. You know, I mean, it just depends yeah, on where you're at. Yeah, and some yeah. of the Americans that that went with me, um, they came up with a term because it started to feel weird to uh, refer to somebody as an Asian person when mm-hmm. everybody you meet is Asian. Um, <laughs> right. So what they did instead is uh, instead of referring to, you know, there's a, a white person or there's a black person or there's an Indian person or whatever, mm-hmm. they just called them all R-nots because they are not Asian. <laughs> not Asian. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, and that's, yeah. That, that was the ubiquity of meeting Asian people when sure. you're living in China, you yeah. know, and uh, we lived there for a while and it was like, you, you, it's like you're a fish in different water, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. And it kind of brings a, a perspective uh, to light that, like, man, the, there are parts of the world that are very different, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it would be nice if everybody could spend time in a different country, you know? Yeah. Or, or Just with, to see what it's like, you or know? like, also with different types of people, yeah. you know? Yeah, get outside your comfort zone just to see what it's like, you know? Meet, meet new people. Go somewhere else, you know. And I think, I think, like prejudices like these, uh, that's where it comes from. You know, yeah. like you haven't, you haven't met trans people, or you, d- you have, but haven't realized it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you've met one, and like the because the the TV told you that you know that's a problem somehow. Uh, you've dismissed those people as people, yeah. you know, and it, and so uh, I think having more exposure to diversity. Uh, would be very good for people, especially oh, people who are sharing yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah, we all need to get outside our comfort zone a little bit. You know, just try it out. You know, people are people. Everybody needs a little bit of respect. Just, yeah. Yeah. just go somewhere and try it out. You know, see what you think. 
Now, now, don't be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Don't be a fucking dick about it. Yeah. Like, like, just, just take take in the experience. You know, yeah. take some time to to experience diversity yeah. and try it out. And you're going to realize it's not as scary as TV, no. as these crappy. 24-hour news cycles make you yeah. think, you know. If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's fine. But at least you've tried it and you see what and the you can different least, people are, are different. All, yeah, and you're you're willing to learn that they're human beings, yeah. you know. And that's that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one thing I do want to address here mm-hmm. um, is that even though they misuse the word proven, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, colloquially, we can throw that around. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I kind of want to get into the science of this. Okay. Uh, and we are going to start with gender, and then we're going to move on to sex. Or we'll talk about Woo. sex. We're going to talk <laughs> about sex, okay? Um, so... <laughs> so... <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, uh, gender, uh, being a social construct, uh, first means that it is not automatically or necessarily dichotomous. Mm-hmm. Um, a social construct is defined by people. Essentially, if people start to observe more than two types of gender, then strictly and scientifically, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. uh, speaking, there are more than two genders. Right. So, what is a construct? First off, uh, so we're we'll get into the two genders because, like, everybody's like, well, everybody's you know, there's a male and there's a female, and you're going to be one and. I don't, you know, social construct and that's yeah. a liberal talking point. And what, like, no, it's it's literally science, you know. Yeah. Like science has shown that uh, that the there's sex, mm-hmm. and then there's gender. You right. Know? Uh-huh. They're two different things. Um, and uh, gender refers to uh, something completely different, which we are going to get into. Uh, and we're going to get into the science of that. Uh, but uh, first, I kind of want to explain what a social construct is because there seems to be a lot of confusion here. Okay. Um, and uh, I something that drives me absolutely fucking nuts. Uh, now, again, disclosure for the millionth time, I'm a left-leaning person. But mm-hmm. uh, people on the left also don't seem to understand what a fucking social construct is. Uh, it's confusing. The, you know? they, there's, there's a lot going on there. But the yeah. thing is, like, this this part doesn't have much nuance to it. Okay. Uh, um, the left-wing people have been sharing this crap of uh, saying that sex is a social construct, and it's mm-hmm. not. Sex refers to your... Uh, we're, actually, we're getting to that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting frustrated and ahead of myself, but I will say left-wing people fuck this up all the time um, <laughs> when it comes to the actual science. Yeah. And, and that just gives more fuel to the right-wing people who want to pretend that uh, everybody's male or female, period, and that's it. You know, like, and, and they want to think that gender and sex is the same thing, and then when a left-wing person can't even understand the science themselves, it, it just adds more fuel to their fire. And I, right. I it, it infuriates me. Anyway, um, so, what is a social construct? Uh, basically, is a way for us, us to, um, as human beings, to simplify things and to categorize the world. Um, some examples of social constructs are like social cliques, like being gothic, emo, uh, or like 
we have social constructs for different types of per, uh, professions. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, we have a certain idea of how we expect somebody who is a nurse to behave. Right. Um, and that construct can change. Someone with no experience with nurses may assume that they're all caregiving type of people. And when you meet an individual, that might be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, somebody who has only had bad experiences with nurses may have the opposite feeling. Um, And when they meet a new nurse, uh, they may be uh, assuming a bad experience with that person uh, based on their construct of uh, what a nurse is. Yeah, they could be like that nurse from Misery. Wasn't, uh, what was her name? Kathy Bates, didn't she play? Well, she was a nurse, right? She's pretty fucking awful. (laughs) She was, she was so terrifying. She was. Yeah. That was uh, scary. She's because of that movie. She was a nurse. (laughs) I don't, I don't remember if she was a nurse. I don't remember what her profession is. I'm pretty Uh, sure she was a nurse. All I remember was she was obsessed with his book. And, um, I, I will say, uh, because of her performance in that role, mm-hmm. she's been my favorite actress since I was a oh, little kid. She is so good. She, she can play wildly so many talented. different parts. She's yeah. wildly she talented. She was scary in that movie. But yeah, uh, she played she played I'm pretty sure she was a nurse in that movie and she was scary as shit. Yeah. 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 And and you can you can imagine how a social construct applied to what a nurse is or who a nurse mm-hmm. is or who we expect them to be. Mm-hmm. Um could like not only is it socially constructed? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it it can be different from different perspectives, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and uh, sometimes, even if we had positive assumptions, like say if everybody thought nurses were good caregivers, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that, sometimes positive assumptions like that can be a problem as well. Uh, yeah. Such as assuming that all Asians are good at math. You know, uh, like we all think, like, yeah. say if we all thought that Asians were studious and, and great at math and very smart mm-hmm. and all that stuff, all you would have to do is put yourself in the shoes of an Asian person who mm-hmm. is horrible at math to realize where that would be a problematic issue. <laughs> you know, like yeah. how shitty would it feel to be an Asian person who's bad at math and everyone assumes you're good at it? Yeah. Um, and like the, and you're, you, live life not looking forward to the moment that a person finds out you're bad at math, you know, right. like it's, you know, so like even positive assumptions. Cause like, and also it's like, uh, as an Asian person who's bad at math, you know, like if you're an Asian person who's bad at math, it's like, I'm not just math, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a human being and I'm as, I'm as yeah. complex. As, like we're as complex and as diverse as anybody else. Uh, and, and like having this social construct applied to me, uh, is problematic, even though it sounds like a positive thing. Right. You know, on the plus side though, what if you were an Asian race car driver? <laughs> there, <laughs> we, we did. Well, yeah. I mean like adding, adding these social constructs to people, um, it's not always a bad thing um, to use social constructs uh, because yeah. we don't, our brains don't have the energy and we don't have the time to fully understand everybody as an individual, yeah. you know? Um, so uh, social constructs have probably come as an evolutionary inheritance like that. Um, we, that was necessary to our survival at some point, you know, rather than sitting there like, Oh, there's a lion, but is he like these other lions? It's like, no, 
I had a terrifying experience with a lion, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be near that lion again. You know. Well, that's just good and survival it, instincts. Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck Which, with a lion. <laughs> but but the thing is that the assumptions about a lion's behavior is a social construct. Yeah. Um, whereas being a lion is not a social construct. Like lions are lions. Right. But uh, the way that we assume uh, the danger in them is probably rooted in where social constructs have come from you know um that type of thing Uh, like at some point uh creating social constructs was probably important for our survival but uh, i mean we we all need a little more diversity in our lives we uh i i because i haven't i don't know how to word this properly I, i i grew up in a white neighborhood you know i didn't i didn't there weren't any black people until i got into like high school there were very few Hispanic people, you know, and I wish it had been a little more diversified because I just, I didn't get that experience, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be not white, you yeah, know? Yeah. So and, I, and I think we all need more of that. That's, that's one thing too. I think that there would be a lot less opposition to other types of people if the general population were exposed to each other yeah. we more need to, frequently. We need to, to mix around a little bit more. We need, yeah. we need more... I don't know what the word for it is. We need more diversity. Yeah, absolutely. Know, absolutely more, we do it. More more mixing up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People need more experience with each yeah. other. Uh, obviously, that is one reason why we need to be careful with social constructs. Uh, mm-hmm. Being black or Asian is not a social construct, Mm-mm. but the blanket assumptions that we ascribe to them are. And when we do this, uh, we make assumptions that aren't true a lot of the time. Uh, so let's uh, kind of look at how this uh, affects people in terms of regarding gender. I'll start by asking you a couple of questions. Have you ever met a feminine man? Sure, yeah. Have you ever met a masculine woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if sex automatically determined gender... We wouldn't expect to see a diversity or variation in masculinity or femininity among members of the different sexes. I have known people who are very androgynous, for example, and Mm -hmm. uh, when others would meet them, suddenly they didn't know how to act around them because they feel like men and women need to be treated differently and get stressed when they can't funnel them into a social construct that they're used to. There's nothing inherently wrong uh, with social constructs, but it can lead to problems, uh, and I think that we rely on them a little too much. There have been countless times where I've met women who end up being, quote, one of the guys even more than I am. Uh, and I've met men who fit in way better th- with women. Yeah. You know? Um, so social constructs can help us categorize the world uh, rather than trying to get to know every individual thoroughly because that would be nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh But we need to be prepared to find that our construct doesn't apply to everyone. We have people who are gender neutral, for example. Um, I have a friend who goes by they, them pronouns, and they're not easily offended by uh, being misgendered because they seem to understand that conversationally it is difficult for some people to stick with they, them pronouns. Yeah, I have trouble with the pronouns. I don't don't mean to offend anybody, but I just... It's confusing for me, and sometimes I say the wrong word, and I hope yeah. nobody ever gets upset by it because I'm a doofus, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and near, nearly everybody who, uh, um, 
identifies with these pronouns are going to, they're going to be understandable and they're Mm -hmm. going to come from a place of, you know, these are the pronouns I prefer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you are not coming from an intentionally, uh, if you're not intentionally coming off from a place of animosity, uh, it's unlikely people are going to be, you know, wildly offended. Right. Uh, despite okay. what, despite what the viral videos online are going to say, like if right. that were a common thing that happened all the time, the videos wouldn't be viral. We would all just be like, "Yeah, I see that shit all the time." Um, right. But uh, the reason why these things go viral is because of how uh, ridiculous and absurd they seem. You yeah. know, um, and they wouldn't seem ridiculous and absurd if it actually happened with any type of commonality you know like Mm -hmm. it or any frequency whatsoever i would like to get to a point where uh gender neutral pronouns are easier for people to use naturally Mm -hmm. now i do have a rant a bit about gender pronouns okay this has been important to me since like eighth grade first off why do we have gendered pronouns in the first place (laughs) like what's the point yeah. Why based on genitals? Why is it that uh I would call you she and me he because I have a fucking dick? Like it doesn't it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Like no. like in terms of language, what is the point in that? I don't know. It's just cuz it's what we know, you know. We've we've been raised to It's well, boy, boys are he and girls are she and that's the way it is. Well, see, that's yeah. that's the whole like uh fish talking about water thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um like we're just so used to it. Right. Um like Chinese like Chinese, the Chinese language does not have gendered pronouns. Uh although oh, okay. in written Chinese it technically does now, but um, you know, it has for a long time. <laughs> Does now? But, okay, I was gonna say now's a great time well, to change well, it. <laughs> the thing is, it's still technically the same. It's still the same word. Yeah. Um, it's just that the Chinese character has an indicator of male and female on it. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, so like I have I've ad- I've advocated for a gender neutral pronoun uh, since eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing that I've always dreaded was that bad grammar was going to win this battle. Yeah. They, them, you know, like I was mm-hmm. so against it. I was so against it when I was an eighth grader. I, I was like vehemently against this because we already have gender neutral pronouns. Right. Um, and the one that I was a big fan of because uh, it was the one I had heard of first um, is Thon. This is uh, an image from the Merriam-Webster dictionary uh, mm-hmm. from 1934 uh, and it stayed in the dictionary until uh, 1961. And uh, so it's the word thon. Uh, it says pronoun. So you have thon, uh, and then po- possessive would be thons. Um, <laughs> objective okay. would be still thon. It is a proposed genderless uh, pronoun of the third person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you would say, Instead of saying he will have his day, you would say Don will have Don's day. Um, and that would go, or, and it also instead of saying she will have her day, you would say Don will have Don's day. Okay. And, and I thought that was a great substitute, you know, sure. because there was no point in gendering pronouns in the first place. And so I was all about that. But uh, this ended up being dropped in 1961 uh, because of the lack of the use of this pronoun. People don't like change. I was all about reviving it for multiple reasons, sure. uh, but I do have to accept the fact that they might be 
a better path to move forward for two very important reasons. One is the path of least resistance. Yeah. People already say they. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it would be nearly impossible to get people to start saying thon. Also, turns out that they has been used as a gender neutral pronoun way longer than thon. Uh, yeah. So I have a quote from The Atlantic. Uh, quote, Likely the oldest gender neutral pronoun in the English language is the singular they which was, for centuries, a common way to identify a person whose gender was indefinite. Uh, for a time in the 1600s, medical texts even referred to individuals who did not accord with the binary gender standards as they, them. The pronouns fortunes were reversed only in the 18th century when the notion that the singular they was grammatically incorrect and came uh, into vogue uh, among linguists. So it wasn't until 1884 until a famous uh, linguist publicly introduced thon as an alternative. Okay. And uh, to be fair, according to the book, uh, What's Your Pronoun? Um, this was written by a professor at UO, at, at, actually at U of I Champaign. Um, so Champaign-Urbana. Um, his name is Dennis Barron. And uh, they, there have been 200 to 250 different gender-neutral pronouns introduced since the 1780s. Wow, talk about confusing. Yeah, uh, and this was <laughs> because, like, we weren't, we had gendered pronouns, you know, and yeah. uh, we hadn't decided on one. And so everybody was like, well, how about this? How about that? Uh, the only one I can remember besides Don was, was O, you know? So like you'd say, O, O will have O's day, you know? So like O was O like the letter O? Yeah, it was literally just, just letter, letter O. Yeah, yeah. O will um, have O's day. Okay. Yeah. But uh, because <laughs> gender is not always straightforward and the fact that our language adheres to gender uh, makes things murky and complicated in unnecessary ways. Okay. Uh, we don't have to pigeonhole everybody into he or she but no 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 science says there's two genders and but that's not been the case since the 1600s uh the vehement insistence on having a dichotomous definition of gender is largely politically driven and by people who heard boy girl in grade school and never branched out enough to learn more about gender beyond the, uh, their surface level understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And the medical texts were, uh, that I referred to earlier were in fact, not even referring to gender. They were referring to sex when they were saying that there's not, there's no dichotomy here. Okay. So at this point, uh, I do have to uh, take a jab at some of the liberals uh, who misunderstand the concept of uh, sex and gender. I kind of uh, touched on this uh, earlier, uh, but uh, there was a very vocal left-wing person who shared a very popular left-wing uh, article that was calling sex a social construct when it's fucking not. Um, uh, so I will uh, read this quote from NPR says, uh, quote, sex refers to a person's biological status and is typically assigned at birth, usually on the basis of external anatomy. Okay. Sex is typically categorized as male, female, or intersex. 
gender is often defined as a social construct of norms, behaviors, and roles uh, that varies between societies and over time. A person's sex literally refers to their biology. Mm -hmm. And just because it is not a social construct, that does not mean everybody automatically falls into male and female. And in fact, the previous quote uses the word intersex. Okay. But uh, that NPR, they're a bunch of liberal cucks. <laughs> I want to hear from an actual expert, all right? A, mm -hmm. a real expert here, because like NPR, they, gotta, they have an agenda, you know? <laughs> sure. Okay, so... Before you go to that, so the, the sex is male, female, and, and what was it? Intersex. In, intersex. Okay, can you explain that a little bit more? Well, I will. You're getting to that? Okay. Yep. Yeah, right. I will. I'll explain that. All right. Without even referring to gender, you could already uh, say that there is intersex people um, okay. who uh, are uh, born somewhere on a, a spectrum between uh, male and female in terms of sex. Right. Because um, you, you have people who uh, have a, a penis and a vagina, um, and sometimes uh, people who have uh, what are interior testicles. Uh, okay. So, like, you have a vagina, but you also have interior testicles. So sex itself uh, falls on kind of a spectrum here. Yeah, there's options. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that came from NPR, and there are a bunch of liberal cucks uh, sure. So, I want to hear from an actual expert. Mm -hmm. For you, I have a quote from uh, Arthur Arnold. He is a distinguished uh, research professor um, of integrative biology and physiology. Um, he's also a member of the Brain Research Institute. Some of his uh, research interests include... Uh, the uh, forces that differentiate male and female tissues, uh, sexual differentiation that underlies uh, sex differences um, in behavior, physiology, um, and even the susceptibility to disease. Like there have been some uh, studies that he's been a part of that involve uh, if a person's sex affects their susceptibility to different diseases. Okay. Um, so he is certainly somebody who is not unfamiliar with the biology of sex. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, here's a quote from this man who is pretty much one of the most expert experts you're going to get uh, on uh, sex biology and behavior. Quote, the main problem with a strong dichotomy is that there are intermediate cases that push the limits and ask us to figure out exactly where the dividing line between males and females is. And that's often a very difficult problem because sex can be defined in a number of ways. Okay. So, even if you were to uh, let go of the whole gender thing, even if you want to say that there's no social construct here, um, sex itself can be a fluid subject and often ambiguous, um, and different depending on what culture you're in, you know, mm -hmm. um, the people are going to be referring to it in all sorts of different ways. Uh, and, uh, to give, uh, somebody a mindset of it, uh, and how a social construct, uh, works when I say the word woman, we have a certain picture in our heads mm -hmm. of what a woman is. Sure. 
But if I say lesbian woman, suddenly that picture changes, you know, and that's what a social construct is. Um, We have some kind of application uh, in our minds that uh, makes assumptions about people before we know or meet them uh, based on a few different things. You know, if I say, hey, my friend's going to be coming over. Mm -hmm. First off, you'll probably expect it to be a dude. Um, Usually, yeah. uh, You'll picture somebody my age. Uh, you've come up with this construct of who this person is going to be. Uh, and then if I say, uh, he's kind of a, like a country hick type of guy. Okay. Then suddenly your construct of that person changes, you a, know? A little bit, yeah. Um, and, uh, our, our minds automatically do that. Uh, and, uh, it helps us save some time and instead of, you know, like it helps us save some time and make some sort of expectations, uh, based on the constructs that we understand. And uh, when we make those assumptions, we need to be ready for those uh, assumptions to be subverted in some way, you know, mm-hmm. because not everybody's going to fit into those categories. Right. Um, but they, it can be helpful, you know, um, in terms of saving a little bit of time. You know, and and we'd have those same things about men and women. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what the social construct is. Uh, Whereas with sex, it actually refers to the biological disposition, which is not a social construct. But that doesn't mean that anybody that just because sex is not a social construct, that doesn't mean that even in terms of biology, people just fit in this dichotomous category. Because even as this biologist, uh, um, expressed there it there's no dividing line you know right. uh, even in that in that case so even sex itself can be somewhat of a fluid subject mm-hmm. and often ambiguous accordingly even if this meme when it says uh, gender actually means sex it's still inaccurate i want to uh close with some words from jaden smith Quote, I feel like people are kind of confused about gender norms. I feel like people don't really get it. I don't see man clothes and woman clothes. I just see scared people and comfortable people. It all comes from a concept of affecting the world in a positive way and leaving it better than it was the way we came. I think that means a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's a good quote. Uh, I, I like the place it's coming from and uh Jaden understands that uh gender roles and assumptions about you based on your sex can do a lot of harm to people. Yeah. Uh and when you can be a public figure who encourages humans to be who they are uh, rather than who they're expected to be, that can do a tremendous amount of good. So, any thoughts? So many thoughts. <laughs> I know. It's this one that, yeah, there was a lot to this one. And, and yeah. I, I wanted to focus on the gender part uh, mm-hmm. rather than the climate change part because uh, we have yeah. we have one episode uh, and then a huge episode that are both based on climate change. So, yeah. Um, right. the, so we've got a couple of big ones coming up uh, on that already. So I kind of wanted to focus on the uh, gender part because we haven't mm-hmm. really talked a lot about gender yet. No. Um, gender, I don't know. Gender is a, a thing that... Makes people uncomfortable, it seems like, lately. Yeah. And, and it shouldn't. It's, yeah. You know, just, yeah. just relax. Just accept people as the way they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Male, female, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Just yeah. 
relax. Everybody relax. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's another thing. It's like, uh, why even bother with that being a concern of yours in the first place? Yeah, it you shouldn't know? be. Like, it's it, not it's you. Not... It's a different person. So just accept a person as who they are. And if yeah. you can't do that, keep your mouth shut and, and, and walk away. And maybe you know? go, just, yeah, just maybe go, maybe it. go the fuck away because, yeah. and, and like, honestly, I love the fact that there's a diversity of people yeah. out there and, and it makes the world so much more interesting. And well, I mean, um, there's, there's what, 8 billion people on the planet now? Yeah. We can't just be male and female. That's, yeah, to, that's, that's to way imagine, too black and white. That's not going yeah, to happen. There are so many different people out there. <laughs> To, and to imagine everybody's going to fit neatly into these categories is ignorant. You know, yeah, it's, it really is. It, it's just not gonna. It's not gonna happen. And no. and it, what drives me nuts is that they want to say science, 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 and it's like you haven't taken the time to understand the science. Yeah, you know. I mean, maybe you've got one. What was it? One sex versus another sex, but even that's not. You know, one and two. I mean, there's yeah. other options yeah. in between. Yeah, but still, I, just you know. It's your your attitude, mm-hmm. the way you act in life is a big difference. Yeah, you know it just it. There's a lot of a yeah. lot of options out there. Just it, just don't worry about it. It's, if it's not you, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and if you can't stand it, go the fuck away. Yeah. like come on. Yeah. like I'm not go hang out with your bros in the bar and and do your man things. Or, yeah, or and, whatever. And, and, and go and go ahead, and, you know, and and bitch about Malcolm Moore, you know, like whatever you want to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, like, I don't give a fuck. Go yeah. away. Um, just it's don't just, worry about it. We all yeah. we all just need to accept everybody for who they are, no matter what they are. Yeah, who a- or what absolutely. They are, like if they're not hurting other people. I don't yeah. understand what the problem is. You know, yeah, that, I, that's, I don't either. It's that's something that drives me absolutely nuts. It really uh, is. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, thank you all so much for listening. This has been the meaningless podcast because sometimes memes are meaningless. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.